morning. This is Daily Hebrew Declarations with Daniel Jedediah Cook, and I'm reading the declaration for today, May the 5th, 2020. The three Hebrew letters we're honoring today are He, He, and Resh. Along with those three living letters, we're also honoring the Spirit of the Lord and the Spirit of Counsel. The declaration today reads this, Through He, the Creator's name arcs Yahweh's breath to make manifest his delight. He frames what Yahweh has spoken, the tangible evidence. Resh, you work well with the spirit of knowledge, Ruach Da'ath, so through your heart you may reveal knowledge that was hidden for ages. Now today's declaration is uh, almost a little cryptic, but I think it'll make sense as we begin to dig into this a little bit this morning. Now, of course, we're honoring Hay twice today because not only is it the fifth month, but it's also the fifth day of the fifth month. And again, remember the way that Michelle does these letters is based on the date and their position in the Hebrew Aleph Bet. And so I love it sometimes when we have a double letter like this in, in today's declaration because it brings out a another aspect of these letters that that uh, we don't normally see in in dealing with just the individual letters by themselves, because it's a it's a it's a, a a doubling, if you will. It's it's the double doors. It's the um you know it's the I'm trying to think of Elisha and uh, the double portion is what I was trying to think of there. And and so today we have a double portion of the living letter Hey. Now. This statement is is a little bit unusual, but I really, really love it. So let's dig into this just a little bit. Through Hay, the Creator's name arcs Yahweh's breath to make manifest His delight. You see, so Yahweh has said Him Himself that I will exalt my word even above my name. And so in this place of, of the honor of His word and the, His name, that this arcs together with His breath to make manifest is delight in the earth. But, okay, that, that's good in the sense where his, his words and his breath form together and they arc together to be able to set up a framework for us to be able to hear and know and to understand. Because see, there's yet another arcing that needs to take place in the midst of this. And that's the, the place where we arc with Yahweh's word. We, we arc with Yahweh's breath. In other words, <clears throat> Let's think of it in this in this sense. You know, since we have his name, Yahweh has given us his name. We are in the name, if you will, just like when a when a wife takes on her husband's name during marriage. We have been given that same name just as in the same situation like that, where Yahweh has given us his name and we stand in his name. So in this place of being in his name, and the fact that we arc with his breath, as he exhales, we inhale. As we exhale, he inhales. And there's this beautiful exchange back and forth. There's also an arcing that goes on between Yahweh and us. And you see, this is what brings it into the earth. You know, when Yeshua died on the cross, he said this. He said, it is finished. Everything that Yahweh needed to complete was finished through Yeshua on his death, with his death on the cross. And so in that place, 
what is left to remain. The what remains is this place of us connecting together with his word and establishing it in the earth. He gave us the rights and the authority and the, uh, the, the place of dominion in this earth. Let's go back to Genesis 1.1. And what did he tell Adam? You take dominion. You multiply. You, all the kingdom words that are found in Genesis 1.1 have not been rescinded at all whatsoever. Regardless of the fall, Yahweh had still given man this place of, of the dominion of this earth. And it is from the dominion of that earth that we then take his word and establish it into the earth. Now, I don't want to try to point any one particular thing on anything because I believe that the picture that Yahweh is giving us is far beyond what the typical understanding is of the way that we've always seen things before. And what I mean by that is that is that I'm, I've really believed this place of the New Jerusalem. This is what I believe Yahweh is beginning to, to show in this place of exactly what I'm saying right here. You know, we talk about the, the place of the New Jerusalem coming down in Revelations 22 and being set upon the earth. And there's some very unique things in that particular verse of scripture or in that particular chapter, which to me adds a little bit of mystery to all of that. Now, I'm not going to say what that is. You dig it up. See if you can find out what I'm talking about. And then respond and let us know and see if you're finding out that place in Revelations 22 that's like, ooh, wait a minute. How does that work? Okay? And I'll leave it to you to be able to find that. I'm, I, I, I'm really excited to see someone respond. This is the first time I've ever had a call to action, if you will, during a podcast where I'm asking you to go out and dig and see if you can find something and see what Yahweh says to you about this in Revelations 22. But specifically the fact that, that Yahweh's, the, the, the scripture talks about the new Jerusalem coming down on the earth. Well, let's change the way we've seen that just a little bit. Let's just say, I'm not saying this is doctrine, but let's just say that as ascended sons, as those of us, as, as, as sons of Almighty Yahweh, we have ascended to the place of coming up here as Apostle Aaron has talked about for years. We've ascended to this place of coming up here. We're seated together with Yahweh on his throne in heavenly places. So we live in this up here place. And then as we descend back to the earth, now I don't have to leave that ascended place. I can remain in that ascended place even as I descend to the earth with a shout. Again, as Apostle Aaron has talked about multiple times, but in this place of coming down to earth and what happens in the new Jerusalem? It comes down to earth and it sets on the earth. Interesting. Now, wait a minute. Peter talks about this in First uh, Peter chapter 2, where he talks about the fact that we are lively stones being built together for a tabernacle, being built together as, if you will, as a place for uh, the sacrifice to take place. Or in other words, this place of the temple of Almighty Yahweh. See, we are as sons, the temple of Almighty Yahweh. Yahweh has made each one of us a temple. And we are lively stones who are being fitted together into that place of the uh, temple of Almighty Yahweh, being knit, jointly fitted together and every joint supplies that, that, that Paul talks about over and over and over again. So you see what I'm saying? But it, it, it sits this place where the light never goes out where Yahweh himself is the light that emanates from that city. 
What if I were to say, you are that city? Each one of us together in this place, we are that city together as one, as Echad, as the one of Yahweh, as, as we ascend really into this place of Yahida, the place of the fire of Almighty Yahweh. Really, Yahida is, is a plural of Echad, and it talks about this place of the of the fullness of the oneness, the fullness of the fire of Almighty Yahweh, the burning passion of himself inside of each and every one of us, the burning passion of his own light that is burning inside of us and being being like a city who's set up on a hill that cannot be hidden. That's the Yahida of Yahweh. That's the full fire of Yahweh burning in us. You see, so for so long, you know, I remember seeing the uh, scriptures and hearing that that we talk about in Revelations where the where the earth is going to be destroyed by fire. Interesting thought. Combine what I just said. We are that fire. It may, may, may not be the fire that we've always believed it to be in the sense where we thought it was going to be a destructive fire. But remember, fire does two things. It does destroy but it transforms. And along with pressure, it transfigures. Now, what do I mean by that? You take a piece of wood, you burn it, it turns to carbon. You take carbon, you compress it under great pressure, and it becomes a diamond. Do you get what I'm saying here? So let's go today. Let's go in this place as we begin to establish the word being transformed and transfigured by the fire of Almighty Yahweh. And let us be the diamond of Yahweh that he has always created us to be because that's what we are.